Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. I'm recording this somewhat early compared to when I normally record it. By the time you guys get it, it's basically the same distribution, but I am recording this early, mostly to get it out of the way, and I I really wanted to inform. I thought about speaking about Tyree. I chose not to. The reason I chose not to is because there's, unfortunately, people don't really want to hear what I have to say in. Bottom line is the situation is repeated, has happened before, and the solution and the, the way to stop it, people don't want to hear that. So I don't talk about that situation. If anybody's curious about it, feel free to reach out to us at casualtalkradio.net on the contact form, and I'm happy to share my thoughts privately, separately. Perhaps one day after the dust has died down a little bit, maybe I will. Right now it's dominating the airwaves, and I don't want to share mine because unfortunately I believe the public is not ready for dissenting opinions. That's a sad state because we're not positioned to critically think. Instead, we get emotionally triggered and set off whenever we hear something. It's not really in concert with what we want somebody to say. This was never more apparent than what happened with Whoopi Goldberg. And she said something, and unfortunately, the way she said it was misinterpreted and then spread around social media like wildfire. This isn't to defend her. I understood what she was trying to do. And I'm saying that the way she worded her question was improper and could have been done better. But I also shame people that are attacking because ultimately, if you really critically think about what she was trying to say, she's really asking a rhetorical question. Unfortunately, the current state of social media does not tolerate rhetorical questions. They take it as an assumption of blame, which is a sad state. So I'm not going to talk about Tyree. I refuse because it'll be the same thing. If you are curious, casualtalkradio.net, hit the contact form and I'll share that. Rather... I'm going to speak about a different topic that may affect some of the younger folks out there. Most of the people listening to Casual Talk Radio, by the way, welcome, skew roughly my age. There are a few that are younger that have kind of stepped in, and by the way, welcome. I'm going to talk about what Joe Biden recently announced about the end of the emergency declaration. This is what's called okey-doke. It's a house of mirrors. It's smoke. It's, it's a deflection, it's a Chewbacca, it's a distraction, whatever you describe it. I want to make sure you're clear about what ultimately he's trying to do. The only reason he came out, there's two, the only reasons that he came out when he did to make the declaration is because, number one, the Republican House, led by the Republicans, the House, was preparing legislation to try to force the end of the emergency mandate and declarations. The reason for this is because if you look at the word emergency, it makes the assumption that it's so bad that we must act immediately and was never intended to be abused as it has been for years. This declaration was put in place in the beginning of 2020, roughly around January 2020. That means roughly three years now, so-called emergency declaration. 
When the emergency declaration was put in place, it gave the president unusual powers to enforce things that violated your rights as an American citizen. We saw this in the form of lockdowns. We saw this in the form of employers firing people at will, sometimes in violation of the law. We saw this in form of mass mandates. We saw this in form of forced stuff in your arm. Now, when Joe Biden came in office, when he saw that there was this, uh, the midterms, the elections coming up for the House and the Senate, all of a sudden there was an announcement about waiving people's student loans. This, of course, piqued the ears of those who are younger because they don't want to be saddled with student loan debt. We all know, anybody who's gone to college, we know it's a very expensive endeavor, certainly more expensive than it used to be in the 80s and the 70s. And the reason that it's more expensive is because the government basically printed money in the form of loans that are easy to get, very easy to get, in order to entice more people to go to college. This caused a domino effect. The more people that you crammed into the college system, even prior to them being ready, simply caused a dilution of those same educational deliverables. We no longer can trust that when you get out of college, that piece of paper is going to be sufficient for you to do the work. In the old days, we had mentorships. We had training programs to a lesser degree internships, but we had, there was basically an expectation that the workplace would train you to do the work, whether it was white collar or blue collar. Those days are gone. Now the employer, because they saw that basically, oh geez, the college can take on the burden of training these people and we'll just throw money at the problem. Companies like Google, aka Alphabet, Microsoft, Facebook, and others, they'll gladly toss tons of money at college graduates because of the assumption that they're competent enough to do the job necessary. And certainly, those graduates are probably good enough to write some code. But then they suck at meetings. They suck at writing. They suck at organization. They suck at time management. The reason that they suck at these is because these are things that you must train somebody to be effective at doing. And frankly, the younger that folks got, the less likely they were to be comfortable with things like talking on the phone, talking in front of a group of people, because these are soft skills that I describe, none of which are taught really in college. Certainly, there are times in physical college where you are asked to do a dissertation or explain something or read something. These, are, these have been in place for all, all school levels, but it's not sufficient in a work scope. In work, you have to be taught how to navigate those waters or it's a bunch of sharks that are going to attack you. That's the reality of it. So since the employers have been banking on the college program to get them by, the college just kind of, real, they just rolled away. The they just said, great, free money for us. Doop, doop, doop. Meanwhile, the price goes up and up and up. More loans issued. That money is not free. That money comes out of the backs of people who pay taxes. And we have saddled more and more debt on people over time because we just keep printing more loans and the criteria for getting the loans is extremely low. So this call from President Biden to basically waive a bunch of student loan debt didn't make a lot of people happy. It made the younger folks happy. Didn't make the rest of us happy because of the tax burden that we knew it would incur on not just us, but the future generations. The young folks out there right now don't understand that the debt that we accumulate today is just being passed on down the road. It's in, in a sense, a form of a Ponzi scheme, if you think about it. So when this happens, it's sued. It's taken to court and there's a freeze. So they gladly would approve. Yeah, we're, we're proving that we can waive your money, but it's held up in court and the, the court's trying to block us and Republicans are trying to block us. And the truth is, President Biden didn't have the authority to do what he did. May sound good, but he didn't have the authority to do what he did. That money for paying back those loans. And mind you, 
the encouragement to go to college came from that very same government because that very same government allowed employers to basically discriminate against you as opposed to forcing them to train you and being willing to train lesser staff people. Have you noticed in the workplace, pretty much everybody's a senior, unless at least in the white collar, I can say. Blue collar, who knows? But in the white collar, everybody's a senior. Why? Because they don't want to hire the low level. They don't want to hire the entry level. They'll do interns, but then they don't want to pay those people, right? So now, fast forward. People are questioning in the courts, how is it that you have this authority? And it all came back to the emergency declaration. The emergency declaration gave the president, again, unrealistic powers to do things to address, in this case, financial harm to those people that were affected by the pandemic. That's why they were able to basically throw money at the problem with the so-called STEMI payments that they distributed to people. That was still tax money. That was not free. And then the credits, the child credits that they gave to people who had child children to the IRS to help offset some of that burden. Some of the aid that they gave for rental aid, food service, and everything else. Now, fast forward. This student loan, they said it's a great opportunity for us to do that as well. Gets hang up in court because they really don't have the authority to do that. Now, the court process takes a while. It takes a while to go through all the different lower-level courts and the circuit courts and then Supreme Courts and finally get a final decision. It's going to take months before they get a resolution. So meanwhile, you have a whole subset of students who have significant amounts of debt that they were pretty much forced to incur in order to be competitive in the workplace, even though it's not really competitive because even those employers will discriminate based on what school you went to. That's a separate matter altogether. Or they go to a degree in good confidence that it's going to be good enough only to find out that the employers are looking for a certain degree and they discriminate against everybody else. But I set that aside. Now, the expectation is that this will get tossed and that it will be judged that the president didn't have the authority to do this. So between the Republicans trying to go first and Biden trying to get ahead of that, and then second, this case presumably going to get thrown out and him wanting to get ahead of it. Because remember, if the emergency mandate ends, it ends his authority to even do the student loan waiver. So basically it walks away from it. You ask, well, wasn't he serious? No, he never was. He wanted your vote and he dangled the carrot in front of you. And if you voted for him primarily because of the student loan situation, you're part of the problem. I say this in all candor. You should not in any situation now or in the, in the future, and I want you to learn from this, you got okie-doked, you got tricked, you got lied to, for your vote, you were not treated with respect. You were just a number in terms of the person that is in office right now because that was a carrot dangled in front of you that if you voted for him for that reason, you fell for it. You fell for the trap. You took the cheese and you should not have. The lesson for this, and I say this as somebody who is somewhat older than some that are listening, the lesson for this is that your voting should not simply be based on something that sounds good on the surface rather the totality of the person that's that's a candidate, whether whatever level. You should be caring about the economy for everybody, not just your bills. You should be caring about health care for everybody, not just those people who don't have it, but also the people that do, who are already paying or whose employer already pays. You should care about these policies that affect everybody, not just you, not just your friends, and not just those that look like you either. Don't vote for a candidate simply because they dangle a carrot in front of your face that sounds good. Vote for the candidate where all evidence should be evaluated. We knew straight up jump that Joe Biden has used the N-word in a public forum. We knew that. 
We knew that Joe Biden has lobbied because his own vice president even gave you evidence of said lobbied against the against those that are of a different race, let's say. We know that Joe Biden has worked for policies that have held down lesser privileged people. We know that Joe Biden has a very dark history. People ignored that because he dangled a carrot of I'll make your student loans go away, do, do, do. And my lesson to you is do not fall for this trap again because after all of us that are my age and older are gone, it's all you got left is your own integrity. You've got to think smarter about what has happened. Use this as a learning. This is also in closing the reason why all these people who are trying to erase history, they don't want to see there was a lady who wanted to change her birth certificate because the word Negro was on it, despite the fact that that was accurate at the time. And it is what it is. And she wants to completely erase that. People who are trying to run from history, you should not welcome that. Because those that are running from history are doomed to repeat it without even knowing it because you're too busy trying to fight it and erase it. That's why I have such a problem myself with this rush away from certain types of art or certain types of language or certain words used in speech or in video games where they tone down the speech or they make it more, quote, inclusive. You're deleting and changing the history of what was. As a result, you're not learning from what happened. Instead, you're creating your own echo chamber. That's what happened in people who voted for Joe Biden primarily because of the student loan carrot. They are living in their own bubble because they assume, again, it's all free money. That's what I want. Deep, deep, deep. And I would hope that everybody out there listening to me realizes that it's never free money, number one. Number two, it's, there's always a catch. There's always a catch about any of it. It doesn't matter who it is. Go off of what is benefiting everybody, not just you. Think about the impacts of other people besides yourself. Don't just go off your own greed, because if you do that, you're no better than the person dangling the carrot in front of you. And unfortunately, we now have had a situation of damage. I've talked about it where 2021 was the most harmful year I think I've ever had. And of course, that was all Joe Biden and the policies that he put in place. He completely derailed all the progress that was made by the prior president with respect to small businesses in particular, but also individuals. It was a very painful year. 2022 was the first year of any recovery, and that's only because he had to back down on a lot of the stuff that he was talking about. You're seeing this now in the form of all of a sudden, hey, you don't need a mask mandate. All of a sudden, and we don't need to force vaccines. All of a sudden, these things become less important. What changed? Did the death rate change from what they said? No, it hasn't. It may have declined in certain areas. It hasn't declined everywhere. All of a sudden, these things that you were told were urgent and critical to the point that we had to mandate them are now no longer necessary. And the worst part is you will continue to be saddled with that student loan bill, provided the case falls out as it's expected to. So then what, think about this. What did you get? out of the fact that he was put back, the people that he wanted were left in office. What did you get out of it? Nothing. You didn't get anything that you really wanted. Voting for what you wanted got you not what you wanted. Think about that. Think about why ethically and morally it makes better sense to simply think about everybody. Impacts to other people. You may have somebody in your family that's immunocompromised, understood, and you have every right to see to their safety and security. You may be saddled with six figures or worth of student loan debt, understood that you're frustrated about it. But you got to think about the other side too. It's not just you. There's more people on the planet. There's other people out there. There are people out there that are simply not immunocompromised. There are people out there that they have natural immunity. There are people out there that have some sort of predisposition 
where they cannot take any sort of vaccines because of the carrier that they use. There are people that can't do needles. There are all sorts of problems that you have to think about. And it's not just about you and forcing everybody else to do what you want. That's the flaw of current society. And hopefully we fix that because again, when those of my age and older are long gone, all you're going to have is your ethics and your morals. And if you compromise those, we're not going to be long as far as the world. And the last point I'll make, which is unrelated, but somewhat connected. I shared out on social media. So if you do check us out on Twitter at Casual Talk Radio, I shared out on social media. Anybody who is fully in support of this whole rush to electric vehicles, anybody who's fully in support of this rush to solar panels, anybody who's fully in support of just going all wind, anybody who's in support of what Greta Thunberg talks about, anybody who's in support of trying to get rid of all fossil fuels, trying to get rid of fuels, trying to get rid of cars, I steer you to that article so you can understand that all of those so-called renewable energy sources are actually a byproduct of child slave labor in other countries. You don't know that because mainstream media doesn't talk about it because they're trying to push the narrative as prodded by our governments. I implore you as a call to action to do some research and learn all these things that are being shoved down your face. All these things, it's a, I don't want to call it a scam, but it's certainly a concerted effort to try to steer you towards a narrative that suits the people in office right now at the cost of Kids, we're talking child slave labor. Do some research. Don't take my word for it. I challenge you to go and look it up yourself and then really think about whether it was worth all that, whether it was worth the harm that we are encouraging by doing these things all circled around, listening blindly to what the government has been feeding you as opposed to challenging it and really thinking about the larger world outside of your bubble. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful. For you, we upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.